Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your Ring of Honor go home so whatever the heck death before dishonor is <laughs> <laughs> show. <laughs> not the uh, not the strongest build in the world, but uh, we are going to talk all about what this Death Before Dishonor card looks like. We're going to talk about tonight's episode of Ring of Honor, and more than ever, guys, do we need your help? So please get in those super chats, get in those mm-hmm. humper chats at humperchats.com. Kind of like a lot of things that I ask for you guys to do at the beginning of the show. So I'm going to run through them all now. We're sorry that we inundate you with so many things, but. We are going to ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the algorithm in case they are going to buy this pay-per-view for some reason. (laughs) The matches are going to be great. We're going to talk all about that too. But we'll also ask you to subscribe right here at the Fightful YouTube channel. We are closing in very quickly on 100,000 subscribers. We got all sorts of fun content that's going up in the very near future. So please go ahead and subscribe. You'll be notified, of course, about uh, all the shows that are coming up as well as get some exclusive subscriber content. We'll also ask you to subscribe to Fightful Select, the best $5 in the biz. So much stuff coming out of there. We found out uh, last week about a bunch of moves that you have to get cleared from agents with and AEW. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's the end of days. And then yesterday we saw people taking spots on a bed of nails or screwdrivers Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's all going to turn out all right. But we've got a lot of great stuff going up at FightfulSelect.com for you. (sighs) Let's get into it a little bit. We got a couple extra minutes on the front end of the show. So I'm hoping we can have like, let's have some mini griping and then we can get into the show and talk about this card a little bit. we knew this wasn't going to be the best build because we saw the lack of build going into this, right? And Correct. I, I feel like there's this it's a civil war going on, Reg. Not really. That's mm-hmm. extremely dramatic. But there are people who are like, this card looks great from the outside. Uh, Claudio versus Pac, Willow versus Athena. There's some really fun talent on these cards. And I, I get that piece of it. I get people that I want to see Claudio versus Pac. I'm very excited for that. But there's people that follow this product week to week and pay $10 a month and 
some that even review this product, if I dare say so myself, uh, that none of this was set up on this program. Athena and, and Willow barely was. Claudio and Pac was not at all. I understand there's some extenuating circumstances around that also on FightfulSelect.com that you can go read all about. Um, but like, I don't know, Master Watto's on this card all of a sudden. Reg, I don't know what to tell you. This makes absolutely no sense. None of these stories have been built out. So we're going to get some really, really great matches. I'm very excited about the tag team four pack. But at the same time, we never saw the tag team champions defend these belts in ROH. So I, I get both sides of it. I get that the card looks juicy from the outside, but it's extremely frustrating as a fan um, that this is what we're getting built mm -hmm. when it's not really built any stories outside of the uh righteous and the dark order story which has been fantastic um and the few stories we have had aren't on the ring of honor product <sighs> those are my gripes reg yeah i'm gonna throw it over to you for your thoughts of the quote-unquote build going yeah into this. i think we're that, not allowed uh, to say that word before we went live right like, right you right. can't call it that you can't say that uh <laughs> the most egregious thing definitely was the six-man title match announcement i was like what <laughs> i like master wado i like taguchi i like leon ruff a lot i love these guys they're great but since when? Where did they come from? This is the first time we ever heard about them. First time we ever seeing them. Why are they here getting this title match out of nothing? They didn't tell any story at all. Uh, the embassy has been squashing guys for weeks and weeks and weeks to get to here. Uh, so it's very confusing. Um, yeah, I think if you're on the outside looking in and you don't watch this show on a weekly basis and you just like keep up with the Ring of Honor when they have big shows, you see this card, you're like, oh, this is fire. They got some big stuff going on. The main event, packing. Claudio was just insane. Going to be a crazy match. One of uh, a, a great match, uh, guaranteed. Athena and Willow—they've been telling the story for a long time. This is their third match in the series. First match was amazing. Second match was really good. I'm sure bigger circumstances, bigger arena, bigger stakes. Amazing match, but all of this is just like, huh? What? How did we get here? Why are we here? And what's going on? It's going to be a great card. Never for one second has Kate and I came on this show and been like, "That's gonna that show's going to suck so bad when it finally gets here. No, it's just been about getting there that has been frustrating to us. And them overloading the match just today was an interesting choice. It sure was. When I saw Master Watto's name get put on there, and I, yeah. I like Master Watto. They had great Big Super fan. Juniors. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, just, and then just they announced the um the the pre-show matches, which is some cool matches. They got Shane Taylor and Ar Fox is in there, Dante and and Action Andretti. All these cool things like could also been a part of it. So why did you pick these three random guys? Like, at least tell this story with Action and Dante one more time for the championship at the pay-per-view, if that's what we're doing. We're trying to put some kind of story together. And they were like, nah. Yeah, and disappointed, too, from the aspect of there's plenty of people that could have gotten a little bit more out of this. Like, the fact that Cheeseburger's not on this card and it's in Trenton. Where's in Cheese? His backyard. Come on, throw che mm -hmm. cheese makes any trio better. Like mm -hmm. stylistically, he's so diverse. Put Elias on, put LSG on, put all these guys on. Um, it, it's 
it's very frustrating that like if you're gonna throw it together you're also not maybe like taking an extra step to give people that actually follow your product a little bit more depth with that but Mm -hmm. let's go over the card real quick and then we'll dive into tonight's episode um we do have louise putting the whole card together god bless him i actually (laughs) already have it but on our zero hour we have action andretti and darius martin who sometimes a trio sometimes a tag team Mm-hmm. Their rented trio partner in uh, AR Fox is also on this card, not working with them. But we're going to have Action Andretti and Darius Martin versus the Work Horsemen. Um, I can't tell you why. I, it, it's the zero hour, so it's not like you need a lot of story, but that one's mm-hmm. that one's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Josh Woods versus Tracy Williams. That I'm very, very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be like incredible. That. Layla Hirsch versus Trisha Dora. I mean, also another tight one, super tight one. I'm super excited about that one, which actually there's a little bit of story behind that one. They've still, you know, they, they had the, the six person match a couple of weeks ago. So there's kind of a backstory. So that is exciting to see. Yes. I'm very excited about that. And uh, my apologies. I said, I guess like wishful thinking. I said Dante and instead of Darius. Oh, I, Darius, I, yeah, yeah. I want them both together. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no offense mm-hmm. to Action Andretti. Understandable. Sorry for mm-hmm. the misfire of what I said there. Uh, but agreed. I'm I'm very excited about Layla Hurst versus Trisha Dora. And we get AR Fox versus Shane Taylor, as mm-hmm. you said. This all looks great for a zero hour. Yeah. My bigger complaint is the rest of the card also feels like a zero hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like let's just keep the zero hour thing going yeah we're just gonna pay for the zero hour now uh but we do have some good stuff here the best story i think from front to back inarguably one of my favorite stories in wrestling is this dark order versus mm-hmm. the righteous and Stu grayson in a fight without honor we kind of knew it was heading here this is one of the few things that's been consistently on television i'm very very excited for that one right. um I think it could be from the like development standpoint. I'm I'm so intrigued to see what happens with Stu Grayson because it's mm-hmm. the righteous and Stu Grayson. It's not Stu Grayson as a part of the righteous. Um, and I feel like the whole time they've done a good job of keeping me on the hook of what direction is this guy going to go? Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned, <laughs> for some reason, we have Master Wado Taguchi and Leon Ruffin, who I'm very excited to see get an Great. opportunity here versus the mogul embassy for the six-man titles yep that honest to god feels more like a zero hour match than yeah layla hirsch and trisha dora and josh woods One, and tracy williams 1000 percent agreed because at least both of those stories like they've even kind of told the josh woods and tracy williams uh mm-hmm. thing of like it's pure division. It's on here. It's telling the story. And like I said about the other match, yeah, this one just feels like we got to get the tag team champions on here. Who could we get them against? Oh, we're going to have some Japanese guys there. Let's throw them in there. Yeah. Oh, Despy got a huge pop. Let's go get Master Wado. With, you know what I mean? The field mm-hmm. very, very haphazard. But um, again, sure will be a great match. Reg, I know you love your spot, Boo. And I do too. Not the same enthusiastic way that you do, but I really do like it quite a bit. Command Air versus Gravity and what they're calling a Lucha Showcase match. A spot food showcase. Gonna be real fun. Kind of feels like they just rotate Luchadors around. 
Like, There's sometimes that they don't, they're like, we don't have to tell any stories. We just got Commander and we got another Luchador. Throw them in there. They're going to flip. And Reggie's going to like it a lot. And I agree. It's going to happen every time. I'm gonna, okay. You don't have to tell any stories with this. Get them in there. Do the flips. You got to have at least one or two matches that are just flips, but not the whole show. Okay, fair enough. I would like to see a story behind literally any of these Lucha matches whatsoever. No stories. Who has the cooler mask and the cooler gear? That guy does. Who does the cooler flip? That guy does. Do it. Throw him in there. And Alex Abrahantes, for some reason. He's got to be there with his gloves. He's got to be there with his gloves. I can't argue. It is what it is, you know? We guess. Uh, Claudio versus Claudio versus Castagnoli. A fight Mm -hmm. with himself is where we got to. Claudio versus Pac, which I'm sure will be great. I hear that guy's kind of a bastard. And uh, we get the kingdom. No, we don't. We get our tag four pack that Mm -hmm. uh, Luis probably put in his rundown that I left out here. Let me kingdom. The Lucha Brothers. Um, oh no he deleted the card because i had it oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's aussie open aussie open yeah Mm -hmm. the lucha Lucha brothers see this is how bad it is we don't even know who's the one more team a best friends best friends oh yeah best friends they're kind of excited about it on twitter that's right they're there they're they there. are the best friends win this. I'm gonna be so well. mad about it. I like best friends a lot, but like, why you guys? And I hate that, like, kind of the story that they told with Claudio, uh, originally of like, oh, he's never won a world championship, so like, this is like his consolation prize, the Ring of Honor championship. I don't want it to be like the best friends have just never gotten their due, so let's give them their due with the Ring of Honor championship when it doesn't really add to any story. So. Yeah, you don't want ROH to feel like the AEW Consolation Prize, which is mm-hmm. what it is started to feel like a little bit. We also are going to get Samoa Joe versus Dalton Castle, which we find out a little bit later in this episode. And Athena and Willow are made official here. So a loaded card would rather have gone with less matches and any stories here. Um, and this episode, considering it's a go-home, mm-hmm. was kind of squash-heavy. Like, there mm-hmm. were a lot of matches that were like four move matches there were two pure matches and we had two rope breaks total um so not the strongest go home but i don't ever really expect go homes to be like a super strong episode either what? a little bit more when it's <laughs> roh and they're taped four days beforehand like you're not risking injury you know within a 24-hour period um but that's our card i feel very medium about it I can't believe that I'm not like, I, I really thought when they announced this, I was like, I can't believe this pay-per-view is going to be in my backyard and I have to go to a wedding this day. I was going to be so annoyed. And I'm kind of just like, it's just a, it's just a collection of great matches. Like I can see that when most wrestling's in my area, right? This could have been like when they, when they were doing the universal tapings, we could have saw one of these cards, like one, like any week that we've seen on our club, that could have been one of the shows. And it's not like, pay-per-view worthy it's just like oh they're doing the show again with really good matches i don't know if like i wasn't dedicated to this brand like there's they're not no incentive for anybody who isn't dedicated to ring of honor to watch this show 
which is a bummer because we get chats from wonderful people like Kylie who ask just that. If I haven't seen any ROH, should I get the pay-per-view? I, it depends on what your preferences are because the matches are all going to be really good. You're Show's not going to be great. Yeah. If you, there's um, like our chief complaint is if you haven't been watching the show, it's not going to matter. So, mm. <laughs> so if you're like, maybe I'll jump in now, that's fine. Cause it might work for you. Yeah. It's kind of inconsequential to a lot of the stories, but me Normus also chiming in with a major chat. Thank you so much <laughs> for this saying in the immortal words of Rick James. It's a celebration. My celebration. DC, my DC NFL team just got rid of Vince McMahon's mini-me. Dan Snyder is about time. Difference he's gone. Differences he's gone for good. Thank goodness. I've been doing the Daniel Garcia dance for so long. My hips hurt. That's great for you on several levels. One, he's shout out to Meet Normous. Awful human being to be running a team. And two, he's really bad at his job. Uh, DC has not been a good football team in a very long time. Um, <laughs> we got another chat. Thank you so much for, whoa. Ew. This is how dark the card is, guys. Okay? <laughs> My lights just quit on me. Shocker29 <laughs> saying, fun fact, Gravity is Bandito's brother. They have mentioned that a time or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, my hope is that this is just growing pains for ROH and that hopefully that gets rectified once the new deal with Warner Brothers is signed so there you can guys. be true dedicated ROH talent. That Please, is you guys. the option. We have to growth. stop factoring in Warner Brothers when it has to do with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has hit a ceiling. It's only down from here. I don't think that there's not going to they're not going to get a deal with Warner Brothers and all of a sudden like Ring of Honor is going to become the prominent get a show on Warner Brothers that's just like not going to happen they're not fighting for Ring of Honor that's just like their other show that they have because they have the product I'm just trying to help you guys out for save you from the disappointment wow. just red being really sad to bring us all down with stuff. So thank I you. just want to help. That's it. Cause if you're setting up, if your expectations are this and they're not that like, we got to get rid of those expectations. Honor club is where ring of honor is going to be. And this is our lives from now on. We accept it or we don't. I love oh. ring of honor. So I'm here to the end. I'm a burn it. I'm going down with the Titanic, baby. <laughs> just playing the violin <laughs> as we all sit here. Sad. Look, I think there's some reason to be optimistic and that, I think it's possible that if their new deal with Warner Brothers does include Max, it only makes sense to move it over. And then if there's other stakeholders, you kind of have to care a little bit. So if they end up merging, because there is kind of this overarching idea that everything AEW is under the Warner umbrella, right? Um, like they, there's reasons to be optimistic. And I also think there's just a ton going on right now. Like, to me, this whole thing feels like a bandwidth issue in a way. Like, just, just completely reading from the outside. I have no idea what's mm -hmm. going on behind closed doors. But it feels like this product ebbs and flows with how overloaded the rest of AEW is. And right now, they just launched Collision, and they have two massive pay-per-views on the horizon, and they just got through Forbidden Door. When it was just Dynamite, and we were doing this, ROH was great. So it, it feels more like a bandwidth and delegation like, problem. Today. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's not going to get like AEW is not going to get less shows. They're going to get there's already more like there's already collision. There's talking about more like uh, it's going to get busier for Tony Khan and 
ROH is going to fall farther down the totem pole. So what I'm just saying is we just have to accept it for what it is. Collision's little brother, full of matches. And when matches, 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 until more matches. I refuse to accept it, but I understand and appreciate your management of expectations. Shotkin saying, I mean, that money infusion can allow them to sign people to true contracts if they're not already, not necessarily a show on Max. That's a fair point. They could go out and invest in more talent. They could go back, yeah, definitely, and, and bring in more people. It is the most recent update of that was on Fightful Select, and it was that the Lady Frosts and the Cheeseburgers and the LSGs of the world hadn't been signed to um, mm-hmm. full-time contracts, though they were working appearances and were working towards the Orlando date. So I think talent like that is still front of mind, and I would love to see more wrestlers get contracts. In fact, I would mm-hmm. start complaining a little bit less because I like it when talent has places to work. That's a really oh, good yeah. thing. But, yeah, because sometimes ROH still kind of runs like an indie, and that, that's kind of how the whole thing. Oh, entirely. Like, yeah. People are just like, oh, like I'm here for one appearance. That's it. Like, and we may, might never see him again. Yeah, and I I like that in certain contexts, like same, like Athena when she's smushing mm-hmm. people. Right, use use local talent. It makes total yep. sense. But we've been saying for a long time now, clarity of who's on what brand and in what division is pretty freaking basic (laughs) when we are getting into stuff and it is something that is just the muddiest of muddy waters i live in jersey i know what brown ocean water looks like and it's a lot like this but let's get into tonight's episode thank you guys so much for the support we need it buddy there's not a lot on these shows that are worth chatting about so when you guys just send in general chats we really appreciate it but we kick off with our pure rules match of Daniel Garcia versus Jason Kiger, uh, which was a really good match. Why mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia is fighting local talent number seven the day before <laughs> pay-per-view. I, that's actually, that's not fair of me to say because Jason Kiger is really great, but the point being like nowhere near a story, nowhere near like an ROH roster regular or anything mm-hmm. like that. This is what we're doing. Like this could have been like Matt Seidel or like one of the guys that's kind of been on here establishing not just like a job match before the big pay-per-view is going. I'm like, this guy's supposed to be the number one contender. Why? Because he like squashed blah, blah, blah. So, yes, it's it's interesting. It's just kind of cool seeing Daniel Garcia get to do his thing. Is he going to beat Shibata? And then what happens out of this? Again, we are at that place that we were at when we're going into Supercard of Honor of like, what's going to happen beyond this show? Like it, uh, establishing what's the champions are going to be and what role they're going to play is very important. I hope that something good comes out of it. I do too. I think the match that we saw tonight was fun. And I actually liked what they did initially here. There's mm-hmm. one rope break that happens where Geiger gets some good some good shots in on Garcia. He's a he's a talented guy. Like he yes. he really adapted from someone who doesn't work pure style regularly. Like he jumped right into what a pure match is supposed to look like. Um I really liked what happened here with him getting some shots in on Garcia and then mocking his dancing uh and catching him in the arm bar that forced Garcia to use a rope break. I like when pure matches don't necessarily exhaust every rope break down to the T mm-hmm. uh, because it then you're just waiting around for all the rope breaks to happen every single match when there's some um, right. sporadic with that it's it works out really really well 
Daniel Garcia obviously is going to win here. Uh, we get a, a nice little sequence going into this ending of Garcia escaping a triangle chokehold, which again, Geiger is really good. Like mm-hmm. I not very familiar with his work, but the kind of technical side of him was really showing up today. And Danny Garcia lock, locks in the sharpshooter. Of course, a chorus of booze breaks out because they are in Calgary. Um, like oh my god shibata comes out who this whole thing was like beat a local talent person comes out that happened with Mm -hmm. athena and willow too it it drives me crazy wwe does this a lot and i complained Mm -hmm. about it there too when you use the same device on multiple episodes it drives me crazy Mm -hmm. like agent something a little bit different (laughs) man come on Mm -hmm. uh we got a lot of that today but especially with the championships and the champions you know what i mean you want to do something a little different than that than just walk out with their street clothes on (laughs) exactly exactly and very happy for danny garcia i think he thrives in these pure rule situations but like is wheeler yuda gonna come challenge for it because we haven't run that into the ground enough like this is the problem when you haven't formed a pure division this is what was so good about ring of honor before was you were like i want that division and now my standings are in that division boom clean simple you compete Mm -hmm. in that division that's it Mm -hmm. now i don't know who's in a trio with singles or tag division and they have some contenders for the pure title too it didn't have to be this way we got two great contenders in the zero hour with josh woods and tracy hostiles tracy so like it could have been different i'm still am honestly confused as to how daniel garcia got back here i thought he was done with this i thought he was finished with being the roh pure champion but then he just came and danced his way back into it which is interesting i mean and i like it because he is uh pretty hot right now the dance is over but like huh uh i'll never not pop for the euro wrestler chance mm-hmm. i he did just kind of like decide it i know they set stuff up in forbidden door with it or whatever but like just kind of decided he's back in this mm-hmm. this happens i don't want to make it sound like it's an roh complaint because it happens everywhere else too when somebody at a different company has your belt, especially it seems to be like when the relationship is with Japan, but it happened with mm-hmm. Impact and AEW too all the time. Mm-hmm. This is a consistent problem. FTR had the IWGP tag belts. They never defended it. Kenny, mm-hmm. when he had that USIWGP tag belt, he never defended it. Um, Shibata with the ROH Pure title, he actually had at least a couple of defenses with it. And I feel like his is a rare exception where the moment feels big enough that the wrestler is holding the Pure title. Like, that is cool. Mm-hmm. But to just throw it back to Danny Garcia, it kind of seems like a, a circular loop that, like, nobody else. Now, to your point, we had two great potential candidates to come after this. I mm-hmm. Josh Woods is a former pure champion. Mm-hmm. He was the champion when they shut down. Um, we got to see a little bit of what he's capable tonight, but that guy has been waiting in the wings for a while to absolutely break out. He's incredible. I would love to see a feud between those two myself and hot sauce is great too. Uh, but Josh Woods, I feel like could be like that dude, but also not mine seems too Grayson with a pure title. I think that could be a lot of fun. I'm interested in that too. I hope Stu Grayson does kind of branch off coming out of this feud, this blow off match, what it feels like at this pay-per-view. 
but yeah, I think um, the Daniel Garcia and Shibata match is going to be fun. The, their interactions at Forbidden Door with Dan dancing through being destroyed by Shibata. Sure, we're going to get some same shenanigans like that, and that's fun. Sure. And, you know, we'll see. We've built out other stories that have not come to fruition off this program. I was like, Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa Joe is going to be great. And it just, the G1 and Forbidden Door swept it away. So, Samoa Joe. Like time through an hourglass. All mm-hmm. my favorite stuff just drifting away. But these are the days of our lives. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought you were referencing the beginning. These youngsters probably don't even know about the the days of our lives and the 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 sand hourglass and being with your grandma randomly on a Wednesday at eleven (laughs) a.m. I'm gonna plant a guiding light reference down the road in here somewhere. I don't know how. Put it in there. But Mm -hmm. I did not think of all the things that my co-host Reg would be referencing tonight. That was going to be at the top of the list, Mm -hmm. but. Here we are. This is what this Ring of Honor is doing to us. We're referencing yep. the days of our lives. But we've got some more chats coming in here. We're going to sprinkle them in because most of them are about death before dishonor and you guys feeling our pain on some stuff. But let's move on to this next match because I'm actually very excited to talk about Tommy versus Trisha Dora. Really, really great stuff. Bright this spot. Yeah, this, this mm-hmm. might have been my match of the night from just like the excitement that I had Mm -hmm. about it, but this was really good. And honestly, I was a little bit surprised by the booking here because I think they're trying to build Trisha Dora up for something, but she's had some losses here. And Utami gets the win with a twisting torture rack bomb, which looked fantastic for a near Mm -hmm. fall that hits a great spinning razor's edge for the win. (laughs) I don't know why she didn't get an entrance because she's a former world of stardom champion. Not giving her the entrance and then her winning was like, what? Huh? <laughs> the match was awesome though. So beyond that, forget about all the shenanigans. Seeing Utami, I love the thing that happened with Utami of her coming in. They announced a bunch of GCW dates, and people were like, "What? Why isn't she? Why isn't she being booked by Tony Khan?" Blah blah blah. He books her on this show and then people had that same complaint like oh she doesn't have an intern she doesn't have a, a, a song she doesn't have this and it's like i don't know what the hell happened but beyond that she produced a really awesome match with trisha dora trish and these japanese women just she just clicks with all of them every time she has a match with some superstar from out there it's just great and it showed right here utami looked awesome uh sometimes we get these wrestlers that come over and I don't know if it's jet lag or uh, late. I don't know what it could be, but oh, they don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't feel like the person that we kind of see uh, on our screens and stuff. And she felt exactly like uh, like it was advertised. Like she came in uh, looking like a former World of Stardom champion and looking like a badass and getting the victory here. on Trisha Dora, who has been, you know, growing and climbing up that ladder right before a big pay-per-view. Interesting booking throughout. I'm so I think is the best she's ever looked and she's looked damn good before this like she's fantastic and and Trish has a a really bright future ahead of her there was something with this match where there was just like an incredible amount of ease from both of them like 
so much comfort and so much control over their um, relationship with each other and, and what they were interacting with here. Like they had been doing this for a long time. Like it wasn't just a match that was put together very recently. Yeah, like it was their 20th go in the ring or something. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. looked really, really um, very professional, professional wrestling from them tonight. <laughs> like it, it looked really, really great. And we got some love for this match. That makes me happy because we've been so yeah, cranky recent, that match but was tight. <laughs> Shane monster saying Trish versus Tommy was great. The Afro-Punk and the Red Queen pulled that crowd into that match by the end. They definitely did need stardom to start hanging out more in the States. Well, there is some rumors Dang. about a New York City promotion popping up, which is mm. pretty cool. We'll see. Well, Nakano supposed to be helping out with that, too, I had heard. I don't hate that. But Meet Norma showing us more love. Thanks, Meet Norma, saying, I'm still doing the Garcia dance. I love Dalton Castle, but Joe is keeping that title. Oh, by Chance Snyder, Will on BTE. What is life? We did get to see Will on BTE. No more Dan Snyder. We'll talk about the TV title match when we get to it because that was a a surprise, but one that was kind of a pleasant surprise in a way. And we'll yeah, yeah. get in into all of that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. Reggie Simmons showing some love for both of us, saying just showing some support. Stay hey, awesome, my thanks, friends, mm-hmm. fellow Reds. We have fellow righteous on the show we love mm-hmm. to see that mm-hmm. no other right she odds but we'll get there no we'll get no there. no just me <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of what's interesting is um certainly have our pain points but what's kind of cool is if they do decide to start giving this more attention and love and it doesn't even have to be that much it just has to be the amount that they were given it before you know what i mean That's like there was i don't even point... need 2002 ring of honor i just need six months ago ring of honor that's <laughs> it i think that's why i feel a little bit more optimistic than you i feel like because yeah. we've seen it under this regime i, I know they can climb back there because we've seen that they're capable of it right so right. when we see things like trisha dora versus tommy like it feels like should they decide to put their foot on the gas this could go in a really, really wonderful direction where we are talking all sugar on it tonight. Moments like this, matches like this, were definitely things that stand out. And man, Trish Dora, I'm so excited. I love this. She's mm-hmm. killing it. That New Japan camp did her well at the dojo. But that's more- what's great about having a great roster is that, like, I, you know, I, I did say that maybe this is like the best we're going to get. But like with the roster like this, like in three weeks, like we could be back to having an amazing show. And that's what great wrestlers are. And that's why just surrounding it, have wrestlers like Trisha Dora, having these stardom women coming in and having all these wrestlers that are just constantly doing it on a weekly basis. It's Ring of Honor. It'll never truly die. And that's why I'm here to the end, baby. That's right. And mm-hmm. it also makes it feel like maybe that's not so far away. And that's that's part yeah. of the maddening part of it is it's like, exactly. it's all right there. You just got to rearrange the puzzle pieces, right? So mm-hmm. the good news is it's very simple to fix. I think the frustrating news is it's so simple to fix. Just go fix it. <laughs> so, but more love coming in from you guys. Thank you so much for all the support that we're getting tonight. Matt Raquel saying the car tomorrow looks great, but the build looks similar to the first Forbidden Door. Have a great show, Kate and Reg, and see you in Philly, bestie. Kate, Philly is better than Chicago. You will see me in Philly for uh, All-Star Juniors for New Japan, and I'm going to try and sneak into that multiverse show for Impact as well. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I'm going to my cousin's wedding, so I won't be there. But if you are, enjoy it. Stay safe. Have a fun time. 
live wrestling is always fun. The card itself has got to be good. Uh, and feeling GP saying pay-per-view looks like a great card and a thrown together trios championship match. That seems to just be there so that they can say that they had a trios match. I mean, it's not like they had any time on the TV shows to build a match that had stakes nope. or story to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's also interesting because it feels like they're going to retain it because you know, it's yeah. Mr. Wato and Taguchi right. and Leon Ruben. Yeah. But uh, they're also doing a bunch of other stuff. Like it feels like they should drop them, but they haven't built anybody up to do that. But the Mogul Embassy seems to have other priorities right now. Um, so that's the other place that I'm getting to is it feels like a lot of these people are going to retain, which that makes me a little nervous because mm-hmm. it feels like we should be moving on from this crop of champions to ones that are going to be around a little bit. But yeah, like Brian Cage should give it up because like it feels like the general consensus is is everybody wants him to be in a tag team with Big Bill. So like, isn't that like, I think we got to start moving towards that and get these championships off him, maybe get him out of that thing, get him over here with this boy so we can see these big boys power bombing and destroying people every week. Needy, Ben, slap at me. I'm on the Big mm-hmm. E train for that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Chris saying collision has taken Tony's focus away from ROH to me. I don't see much hope. Um, A few things with that. I agree, but also like collisions, a brand new show. So maybe when it's a little bit more broken in and the wheels are greased, it won't take so much time. I just wish he would delegate. It's not like there's people backstage that aren't familiar with the product. You got Chris hero. Jimmy Jacobs is back there now. Right. You have um, Pat Bucky, Kevin Matthews, Chris Daniels, Jerry Lynn, Mm -hmm. like all these names that are familiar. So I, my hope is that uh, we can just loosen up the reins a little bit. (sighs) Perpetual troll Matthew plus saying Reg, tell Reg about the time you faked a jellyfish thing. I'm not going to do that. Okay. That's not something that's true. If you know the cure for a jellyfish thing, it's disgusting. And Matthew plus is a troll. You got to pee on it. You got to pee on it. That's something mm-hmm. that never happened. He sent in that chat to show Sean and I were doing. And Luis, because he's a good moderator, was like, we're not going to read that on air. And then Sean read it and proceeded to tell a story about it. And I was like, you're the problem, Sean. You know SRS is going to do it. Anytime he has an opportunity to get into it, he's going to get into it. It's so true. And I was like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that our moderator is out here to protect me. And I don't appreciate Trying to moderate. Sean. Yeah, he's trying to moderate, and Sean's like, "Nah, I got this." Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) classic. No one's surprised. Sean said, "Let's dive into um a little." Oh, we put an interesting tidbit up that said impact related, but Gresham had a sit down running down on the X division, having no rules before saying, "Maybe this environment is not for me." Ah. Last I knew those bridges were a little burned, not charred. I think they might have recovered. Um, mm-hmm. They could be mended, possibly. I don't know. If Jonathan Gresham shows up at Death Before Dishonor, I'll be a very happy gal. If he shows up at any point, I'll be a happy gal, because that guy is the embodiment of what this product is. Uh, That'll change. I'll, like Next week, I'll come on this show and be like, Ring of Honor is the greatest product of all time. I can't believe it. Such rowdy, great times. Yeah, if Jonathan Gresham comes back. We'll be like, never doubted it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to just erase all like the last six episodes so nobody can try to diss you us. But <laughs> we're, we're in our ROH branded merch for put on octopus masks. Got the ROH hat on. I'm just That's like, it. 
That's it. (laughs) (laughs) We move on to what was, as I I said before, I, I felt like this was a pleasant surprise, but we get Dalton Castle defeating Shane Taylor in our Eliminator mm-hmm. tournament. Uh, a fantastic green tea enthusiast, apparently. Something I didn't yep. know until this promo from Dalton as he's coming down to the ring. And future Emmy winner. This ends with Dalton avoiding a corner charge and fighting back with some strikes. And a huge body shot from Taylor. And we get a lot here with a bangerang ending this match. Mm-hmm. Dalton Castle, man showing out in this i felt like like doing some real strong boy shit and then also mm-hmm. hitting like a nice hurricane ronda in the middle of this match this was yeah a, a really good showing for both of these guys shane taylor doing what shane taylor does best which i.e beating the hell out of dalton castle mm-hmm. but dalton really showing off his ring smarts in this like he worked yeah. shane taylor in a very very smart way super mm-hmm. familiar with each other both um you know, guardians of, of the former ROH days. So I, I think it helped in, in that respect too, but didn't think Dalton was going over here. I mm-hmm. like that because I think it leaves the door open for Shane Taylor versus Samoa Joe with, yep. with some real promos like we were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dalton, I don't think he wins here, but him talking about being a future, future Emmy winner makes me wonder if he is a TV title champion. Uh and that is an upset that I could see happening in a, a really good way. Not expecting it, but I have enough of a seed of doubt that I'm at least a little bit more invested. But mm-hmm. what we got tonight was a really fun match and a, a pleasant surprise. What did you think of this? I like this match a lot. This kind of showed uh, what we've been talking about with Dalton Castle for a number of weeks on here. Like the way that the crowd, he got the crowd behind him just by, like you said, using his ring smarts, doing some unorthodox off the wall things and kind of showing why he is who he is and why he is a former ring of honor world champion uh, right here on display of like kind of outsmart smarting Shane Taylor, who Shane Taylor is a very ring savvy uh, wrestler and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and for Dalton to get him to make a mistake and Dalton to get the win. And we just talked about this last week, how we both kind of expected Shane Taylor to go over here because the Shane Taylor and Samoa Joe match was so intriguing. But this also really didn't surprise me at all because at the same time, Dalton Castle is Dalton Castle. And if anybody can beat Joe and move forward as a very credible and defending TV champ, Dalton Castle is definitely one of those people. So I'm not mad at this at all. I thought the match was super fun. Shane Taylor looked great in defeat. And it gets to add on to the story that he's going to continue to tell. If he's still the greatest Ring of Honor TV champion ever, Samoa Joe or Dalton Castle, I'm after you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, I think there's a lot left to be had here if they choose to tap into it. That could be very, very fun. Mm -hmm. It was also really refreshing. I love the boys, and I like the boys and Dalton as a trio. But seeing Dalton alone... You know, you you can always tell that he's good in the ring, but without any sort of shenanigans or yeah. without it being like, oh, the Mughal Embassy, we're running it back. Like, this mm-hmm. was a really refreshing match from him. And I, I really like that we got to see how damn good he is. I want to see no. Dalton and Claudio, honestly. Like, let's get him a, a, a world title match too soon because I just think that would be fun. And he's a contender for any of those championships. Agreed. Like, he's he's such a special talent in that, I think I equated him to Orange Cassidy before in the mm-hmm. way that like he's always going to be over. Yep. So it it you can just have him doing some great work outside of any title, but he also belongs in that kind of any title picture. Like he he, he has the acumen, and I really mm-hmm. really like that. So mm-hmm. good stuff there. Some more chats from you guys. I'm not reading that Matthew Plus. Get out of town and take a bus. Feeling creepy says the show was noticeably better than most of the recent weeks. Debatable. It's amazing what inclusion of other champions besides Athena and basic story progression can do. From that perspective, I agree with you. There was a lot that felt more like old ROH and that we got our pure matches. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how squash heavy this was, and I didn't like how little in ring juice there was kind of in this. But we did get a little bit more of. Uh, feeling of importance on it is yeah. that there were a lot of a lot more changes. i mean it felt like we have a pay-per-view tomorrow instead of like when two weeks ago we were like there's a pay-per-view in two weeks <laughs> yeah there were a lot of stakes felt into the show which was mm-hmm. very very well done very well done we move on to our second pure rules match josh woods defeating james stone this was one that I was like, if we were only going to have an hour and 20 minutes of action, you should have put 10 extra minutes onto this. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the judges for this, too. Like, two steps forward, one step back, man. Very excited to see Josh Woods in a pure match. Don Castle being a judge. What? Uh, Christopher Daniels and Jerry Lynn makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Woods looked great in this. So did uh, James Stone, his opponent. But, like, I've been... I'm waiting for Josh Woods to have these moments because he's great and people mm-hmm. are going to be blown away what he could do. I like in my head, because I've been watching a lot of G1, I was like, I need Josh Woods and Gabriel Kidd. I don't know if it already happened somewhere and I need to go find it, but I need it. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
if you're putting Master Watto on your program, at least give me Gabe Kidd. Bring Gabe Kidd for Josh Woods. I like it. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. But we get Woods winning with a knee and landing what was not the best uh, anarchist suplex here. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, put Stone on his neck in a, a precarious position, so I hope he's okay. But this was Josh Woods mostly coming out and beating ass. He was in control early on. Uh, again, we only get one rope break here, which if you're going to have two pure matches, at least one of them should feel like it has some pure strategy in it, I mm-hmm. feel like. But I'm just glad to see that, like, maybe they've remembered that they have a pure division again. That would be neat. So any cool. thoughts on on this match? Great saying, Josh Woods. I want to continue to see him every week kind of building his stock building his uh his place into the pure division because i think he could be next up for if daniel garcia wins this championship from shibata and he needs contenders josh woods fills that void he's a big guy he looks great his moves are devastating um i think he adds so much to not just the pure division he can also be for claudio for the tv tv title like there's so many places he could fit in well alongside what I was talking about with Dalton Castle. And I think he's been getting better as it progresses on. And if they give him a little bit more, I think we'll really see how great Josh Woods is. I think so too. He's a a standout in virtually any context they put him in. Mm -hmm. And I am excited to see that. Matthew Plus with a much nicer chat saying, Red should pull a will and get a job at ROH. Uh, I don't know if it's like necessarily that easy. I don't think you could just like... Yeah, I don't think it yeah. works like that. I like you just so talk either. on a podcast and then they just call you and they're like, hey, you want to do this? And you're like, yeah. We heard you complaining on the internet. Do you want a job? Because I would be very employable if that was the case. <laughs> if that was the case, about a thousand tweets ago, I would have had 20 <laughs> different jobs. <laughs> We'd be working at every, you would be Bray Wyatt's personal booker. If Seriously. That was the case. <laughs> right in there. I'd be at WrestleMania tonight if that was the case, but I digress. Arza288, I hope I said your name right, uh, says, not only is Tony Khan doing so much with AEW and ROH, the guy is also doing a lot with Fulham in the Premier League and the right. Jags, two of the biggest leagues in the world. The plate is overflowing. Yeah, I, it's not, Um, it's it's a complaint in that my I want my favorite wrestling brand to get the love and attention it deserves. I'm simply blown away by how much Tony Khan <laughs> takes on. Like, I don't know if that like, How many jobs do you have, himself. dude? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I have a day job and then I do podcasting. So tired. Like, mm-hmm. that guy is incredible. And He's like, I got to fly to LA, then I got to fly to London, then I got to fly. You were like, dude, just like, in like three days? He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I will say too, like having gotten to go to the scrum at Forbidden Door, like that guy is there to answer your questions. And like, yeah. he's a very, he comes across as very affable and very human. Um, he's going to stay for an hour and a half answering all the questions. Yeah. And, and he really wants to answer your questions. Like it, it mm-hmm. felt very much like he gave a crap that you showed up to, to ask questions. Like yeah. he seems like a really cool dude and he wears a million hats. I just want to see my favorite wrestling brand get more love. That's Thanks. good. Oh, mm-hmm. And we want a soccer team to win and a football team to win, but really, I just want to see Samoa Joe and Eddie Kingston fighting. It's see, it's that part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Steelers fan. I don't, I don't need to uh, see the Jags go over uh, anybody, but uh, I don't, I don't think I'm like in danger of either of those teams winning, to be honest. So, mm. but <laughs> move on. Uh, Ricardo saying I switched from Impact to ROH. Not going to lie, thinking about going back. 
that's tough. That breaks my heart a little bit. But at the same time, it doesn't hurt me that much because you can stay tuned to the very same post show to get everything that you need. Same show. Because you'll have me and Reg on the front of the show and you'll have the wonderful Joel Pearl. Well, you'll have Joel Pearl and the wonderful Cresta Star uh, on After Us, which will be coming up. Yeah, I got to remind me when Joel comes in here, somebody was an Ask Rhapsody very upset about him talking about Hamilton like that. So bone to pick oh really it was that it came to me to ask Rhapsody. i'm like yo i don't i don't want to get in that canadian beast i don't know how these canadian people get down yeah you just a versus a you know it's like it's a (laughs) a versus a i don't know anything about a versus a A. i don't know a uh yeah i my joke with joel is he's always like no that's like closer to montreal or whatever and i'm like it's just canada they're all yeah, toronto all is bad. montreal is quebec yeah. it's all just yeah. canada. come on dude i'm an american mike tried to tell me that too he's like they're so yeah, far yeah. apart i'm like nah dude it's all canada just i'm like canada. it's a it's a 15 minute drive i yeah, don't know what you're better. talking about huh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like dude we gotta take a boat i'm like what <laughs> i'm like what I was like, I thought you just took the Canadian rail to everywhere. Canadian railway. It just minutes. goes all around. Take a circle. You can get to Calgary. You can get to Hamilton, Toronto, all in one little thing. Yeah. It's it's basically like an airplane tram. Like, it's just one, it. it's one gate after the other. That's and it. That you get, there's one airport oh, to get to the whole thing. Yeah. And then you get to go see the Northern Lights. That's it. <laughs> and nobody has been stranded. All the wrestlers have been having great travel times across Canada. They get to Canada and no one has any issues. No one's complaining on Twitter at Not all. A single I personally, I've never seen a single wrestler complain about any travel arrangements Mm-mm. anywhere in the world, much less never. Canada. So Mm-mm. not my timeline. <laughs> I don't know what timeline that is. Definitely not mine, though. Canada, why is Canada holding people hostage? Legit, every time I get on my on Twitter, somebody's like, I'm stuck in Canada for two weeks. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And it's for so long. I'm guessing, like... <laughs> it is for so long. Every time, I'm like, why isn't it, like, tomorrow? They're like, I'm stuck here for a month. I'm like, what? Or I'm like, you, you can't even just get to Buffalo to go back anywhere, but maybe, like, all the, I don't know, maybe all the car rentals are out. I have no idea. I, I have no idea what that looks yeah. like. But uh, I don't know. I drove to Forbidden Door and I got back just fine. So no wildfires causing me any stress. All right. Drive. That's what's up. We move on to Athena Mm -hmm. and Willow being made a fish. We got Stokely Hathaway telling us that he is ROH's Judge Joe Brown. And he wants this match to happen. Tony Khan and Jerry Lynn make this unanimous. So... There's been a lot of talk about whether or not this is going to main event. Mm-hmm. We did not find that out here. That's what I thought maybe we were leading to with as kind of like focused as this segment was on making this feel like a big deal. But yeah. I guess it's just storytelling or maybe that was the plan. But then they saw what Claudio impacted to the internet and they reneged. Yeah. At one point in the show, they said that Pac and Claudio was the main event. So oh, Okay. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's a bummer because it's... um. Women's division across the AEW umbrella is not. I mean, we have seen before if we all go on Twitter. Sometimes the Twitter thing works. If we all go mob on Twitter and we're just like, this should be the main event. This should be the main event. We could potentially make it happen. We got a couple of hours. God bless you for being like, you know what? We should cause chaos on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, who's surprised? (laughs) Me saying like, we should do something crazy on Twitter that are going to get people talking. Yeah, no shit, Reg. (laughs) 
<laughs> we Surprise, I have an AW idea. Dark until they make it the main event. <laughs> and then everyone will be like, oh, it turns out that guy was right. So we... I uh, said we, it, Kate. I mean, it, it really is... What I don't like, because I have this complaint at WWE too, and everybody gets mad at me for there, but it's mm-hmm. consistent here. I don't like it when you punish me for watching your week-to-week product through putting on really great pay-per-views. Come on. Like Why WWE punishing that me. That's how I felt honestly for a long time as a WWE fan before AEW existed is like when and they they would say like if you're a hardcore you're dumb essentially and then like if you're a hardcore they didn't like it. They would like do things like that if like if you stay on the brand like that's worse than like the people that are just keeping up on youtube and twitter like you feel way more catered to then but if you're dedicated watching every week going to the shows and doing all this you're like the hell are you guys presenting to me dude what's going on here that's how it feels with roh right now one of my favorite things with getting to co-host with alex palowski is his like he gets annoyed about a few things i don't know if you're familiar but when they edit conveniently things out of like uh video packages he loses Mm. his mind because he's like you lied to me about what happened in your matches and he's not wrong uh the the disproportionate response warms my heart but like they'll just edit stuff and they're almost they have the problem that their video packages are so good you don't need to watch the week to week but i i don't like that and it feels like that's what we got a lot of here where that was kind of the response that that i felt like you were getting was like people that Mm. watched the week to week stuff were like yeah, no, yep. that feels like AW Dark. And then people on the outside are like, what are you talking about? We're getting Claudio versus Pac. That's not an mm-hmm. AW Dark match. And you're like, mm-hmm. you don't follow the product. That's not what um, I was saying. And people are saying that too. Like, look, we told you so exactly. Like, ROH, we knew that they were going to have a great card. Yeah, no shit. That's not what anybody was talking about no. here. <laughs> we're saying AW Dark with champions isn't a functioning model. But I digress. We move on to Athena and this match. Kinda. Athena's <laughs> in her street clothes. She didn't Coming even put gear on. I love Caprice noting that she was wearing the same clothes at the airport. Like I, I love that it was that consistent that she mm-hmm. she didn't even get changed in between the airport and the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Athena is stewing in the corner, uh, and the bell rings. Nikita Pie faces her to get the match started, and then boy, oh boy, does she hit a knockout forearm for the win. Yeesh. Lot of squashes on this show. Mm-hmm. This one made sense. This is another situation where it is exactly like the Daniel Garcia thing, where then Willow comes out and yay. Um, but I just don't feel like Athena should ever lose a single match ever again in her life. Your thoughts? No. <laughs> uh, agreed. There's no rebuttal. No other points. Like I said, after we interviewed her, it increased any more, even more. I was like. Nobody in the world should beat Athena. She should have this belt until she retires. And then she should go and get both the AEW Women's Champions and just have all the belts and no one could touch her and no one could see her. That's it. I'm in. Uh, I would be very interested in seeing her and Chris Dadlander. Oh, or her and Tony Storm or her and Jamie Hayter. Yeah, there's a lot of good juice. Oh my God. But there's also like, we've seen Diamante. We're Layla Hirsch is back. Like there's, Mm-hmm. There's great wrestlers. There's great women's wrestlers all over this place. Mm-hmm. You hear me? <laughs> so that was a proving ground match. And I would I say the, 
they definitely don't. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, Reg, I've been real loud about it for a while. I know, exactly. I know you're familiar, <laughs> but I annoy myself most days. So mm-hmm. if I'm at that point and they're still not listening, what am I going to do? But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the chat, Athena versus Sheeta, my God, there's, there's Athena a Athena versus Sheeta. Didn't Sheeta yeah. just say she wanted to have, somebody was just saying they wanted to have a match with Athena. Everybody wants to have a match with Athena. Who I, I, I don't, because I don't want to die, but I want to see her have all these matches for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was the most unproven, proven ground match in the world. The ground, nice. very settled. The lawn nice. was just mowed. The clippings are still all in place. Mm-hmm. Unproven ground. But a whole yeah. heck of a lot of fun. Me Norma said he's still dancing. You're still dancing like Daniel <laughs> Garcia. My man, you're gonna have to go to physical therapy for those mm-hmm. hips. I'm I'm getting concerned, but hips do not lie. They don't. I'm loving the Athena murder of the week. It is it is fun because uh once it became clear she was facing Willow, I was like, okay, this is leading somewhere. Like it's mm-hmm. it's more fun to watch these squashes when you know like something's unsettled. That's what was so great with Kira Hogan was she was like, Athena would come out and murder someone, and then Kira Hogan was like, But I'm right behind you this whole time. Like it's really fun when there's a different dynamic there than just I smooshed you. So, so Kate, the million dollar question, of course, is do you think Willow can beat? Athena here tomorrow. I mean, the story that they kind of told with the Owen Hart cut match of, uh, you know, Willow getting the victory. What does that mean? Does that lead you to believe that she's going to get a victory here? Or is that kind of like, oh, she got the victory here. So she's definitely not going to get, not going to beat her for the championship. You know, it's so hard because on, on gut instinct alone, I feel like mm-hmm. Athena retains. Yeah. But at the same time, this outcast story has gotten really stagnant. And Willow is white hot and she dropped the new Japan title. Yeah. It would be really nice to see her have it. I just, it it feels weird that she would be not on dynamite when the main story she's still in is there, Uh, that she would be like on the, the ROH taping rain. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it feels a little bit off to me, but they also have had mostly absent champions. So it's still possible, but like, just gut instinct makes me think that she's going to pass this off to, to Trisha Dora or Layla Hirsch or someone like it's going to mm-hmm. be someone hopefully that's coming up the scrap. That might just be me thinking of, of what I want versus what they're yeah. actually doing. But what are what are your thoughts on that? Because it's an interesting one. Like, yeah, I can see it go either way. I think just because like the, you know, how everything has been recently. Willow's gotten a lot of big wins. Uh, she was just the New Japan Strong Women's Champion. She just won the Owen Cup. Like, if she wanted, it would actually make a lot of sense. Feels like she's been set up for this. But Athena, 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 Athena has been such a dominant champ. And I think I kind of feel how you feel. It it's maybe should be, I, I don't want to get to every champion that has a long reign has to like pass the torch to some next next up person. But this feels like this. This feels like Athena's had such a great long reign that the person that beats her needs you know they could get a boost and i don't think this is going to be a boost for for uh willow like willow's already like on her way like maybe like six or seven months ago before she had this little nice little run the last six months yeah but now it's like she's good whoever beats athena that could be another accolade added to someone that needs it a little bit more than willow does yeah and i think it could be 
a really nice grounding force. Like I, I feel like man, Layla Hirsch is a really tempting option right there. Cause it's yes, exactly. Just came back. She kind of fits the style that they're building out in ROH. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised though. I, that's one that's a little bit more unpredictable. And, and I like really the story out. with the time. Cause it could be, they could be like, well, Layla Hirsch wasn't here for most of Athena reign. So Athena doesn't know anything about Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch can come in and catch her off guard and, you know, maybe be the one to do it. So I like Layla Hirsch a lot. So, I mean, if her, if she could be the one to be next, I'd be into it. I think that could be really fun. And just because she's so, I always call her little lady Taz, like <laughs> her suplexing Athena and locking in some submissions. Like, I, I think it could be a really nice challenge for her. She's just um, cool, man. She just is cool. <laughs> saying, cut a chunk of my hair out on accident. Now that's cinema. Caden, careful out there with those sizzies. Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You don't want to look like you came out of the blood and gut smash. You know, that's not great. <laughs> Luis there, labeled that uh, that chat Caden Moxley over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a blade job with Caden, an electric one, but still. Yeesh. Hey, the one story that we have was on yes. television tonight. Hey. Also a squash. Uh, the Righteous Vincent and Dutch with Stu Grayson. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even give Vincent a mic to cut his promo. They're like, just talk it to the camera at the end, dude. We don't have time for this. <laughs> and I'm like, what don't you have time for? <laughs> Can I have a God. mic at least? Nah, dude, just talk it to the camera. It'll just, be fine. They'll, they'll hear you. <laughs> you do. Just say you dig into the camera. It's going to be fine. (laughs) They get the W going into the pay-per-view here. Uh, Vincent hitting the Autumn Sunshine looked really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then post-match, we're sending a message to the Dark Order, of course. Evil Uno comes out with a chair. Grayson is fired up. Hits Mm -hmm. a backbreaker on Brent as Uno is watching. This is a really, really well-built-out story. And I'm very intrigued to see. Because I really think it could go any of the three ways. But I'm ready for a, a Stu Grayson solo run personally. I, I just think the world of his in-ring work and what he could do in ROH, like him versus Mojo, him for a pure title, him versus Claudio. I want to see all of it. Uh, do you have any thoughts about where that story is going to go next at the pay-per-view? Yeah, it's interesting that with all these title matches and great matches, this is actually like the conclusion I'm most interested in because they've been telling this story for so long. Um, gut instinct is like yeah all that sounds really tempting but honestly just getting the boys back together just getting him and evil back together and doing the thing is like sounds very tempting to me and if they if they were to invest in the tag division and get it get it going them being in the tag division will being will be really great but beyond that if that's not what we're doing a stew solo run in the peer division, I think specifically just because I think his hybrid style, the way that he works, just fit in so well there. And like the kind of he's a hot promo and he's a great character, but the kind of everything that he represents the peer division is just so strong for him. So I'm hoping that comes out of it, but I'm hoping that they don't abandon. I think the righteous, uh, they should be rewarded, I think, for kind of being a part of being the best story of Ring of Honor for the last couple of months. And I hope they're not just thrown to the wayside if, if Stu does end up leaving them. No, I think if if you have the Kingdom emerging champions, mm-hmm. I feel like the Righteous versus the Kingdom could be really, oh, really good. Like that could, mm-hmm. that could be a really nice graduatory next step for them. Yeah. They've looked great uh, in have. the ring and the vignettes that they're doing are super cool. I absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely think the world of those two guys and his creepy tongue 
the Dutch has, but Stereo Academy saying, y'all keep going hard for our wage. We do. We do. It's our favorite territory. Five the gang. Look, we're here till the end. We're here till the end or till Sean says we can't pay you. Till Sean's like, all right, you guys like (laughs) turn the lights off. (laughs) Kind of what the end is for us probably before the brand would ever shut down. (laughs) (laughs) We'll still be tweeting about it on our Twitter. Yeah, we'll still be like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, after three squashes, we get a squash from Layla Hirsch and Nicole <laughs> Matthews. Nicole Matthews is an excellent talent. She didn't get to showcase a lot here, but a, a huge personality and a ton mm-hmm. of fun to watch. Joel got to interview her at Girls Next Door when we were there for Forbidden Door. So much personality. What a blast of a human being to, to get to talk to. Um, very, very skilled in the ring as well. But mm-hmm. no surprise here with Layla Hirsch getting the W. Matthews hits a nice neck breaker and some fire up forearms. But Hirsch brings Matthews down and mm-hmm. hits a pretty nasty looking knee strike for the W here. Um, this is just to keep building up Layla Hirsch. It is yeah. kind of funny how much these feel like. It's almost like how people would say W Dark was just used for the rankings. It's funny how we get these matches that are made to make people feel important. Mm. And it almost feels like, oh, they're getting wings so that they're rising up the ranks, but we don't have rankings. Right. right. Like so they're not like, rising up anything. Honestly, they're just winning. Yeah. It's, it's like mm. they're rising up the rankings, but the, there's no numbers behind them or something. Mm. It's, a, it's a very funny thing, but very just happy to see Layla Hirsch back in action. Very happy to see Nicole Matthews get a spot here because she, she's great and, and deserves it. Not a ton to say because this isn't story-based yeah. or a very long match, but and, any thoughts on this? It's just kind of a, like you brought up Diamante earlier. I'm like, damn, Diamante's kind of been gone since they brought back Layla Hirsch. It kind of feels like they maybe slotted her into the position that they were building her into, which is unfortunate. I mean, we love Layla Hirsch and we want to see her win, but Diamante was building up a nice little thing and she's a she's a really good wrestler and I think she deserves one of those matches with Athena. But I do love what they're doing with Layla Hirsch, putting an emphasis on her. People have been talking about her for a long time. Throughout her injury, everybody was always kind of wondering where she was. So for her to kind of come over here and get her things off in Ring of Honor, potentially be the one that could win the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, I think is really well. But I want to see her here somewhere soon. Hopefully that's what the match is with Trisha Dore. A little bit more time. Let's see her on both sides of the offense and defense and see really how she is post-injury. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. And the talent that's sniffing around this ROH women's division is a whole heck of a lot of fun, especially yeah. if you are like an in-ring focused person. Mm-hmm. It is kind of funny to your point about Diamante. It was like they signed her and then she hasn't been around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she signed to a deal, finally. Oh, awesome. And then where'd she go? I guess good um, for her. You got that money, got that bag. Yeah, heck yeah. But um, mm-hmm. we'll see... What's to come of it? I'm I'm hoping maybe after this pay-per-view there's a little bit of reset, but I said that yeah. after the last one, and here we are. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we got a quick video package of the Fatal Four Way for Death Before Dishonor. It was so great we couldn't name all four teams that were in it uh, at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Listen. It's been, a, it's been a long couple of episodes. Oh, uh, right. Best friends, fun. isn't it? Best friends. Well, there, They were there. Mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't set up on the show that we watched, so we, it's a little bit tricky. But We've been calling guys... best friends in the last couple of weeks, too, because they definitely were, like, in the back. And then, like, put best friends on the show. It felt like this again. Like, oh, yeah, we got best friends. Put them in this match. Yeah, and it's also... um 
Orange Cassidy's having this great title reign, right? Yeah. But like they're due for a trios run when the second he drops that belt. Like mm-hmm. they should be them Agreed. versus House of Black would be a blast. Yes. You guys That's have been coming in with love like this all night. Thank you so much. Saying showing some support. Sean, better keep you guys going. Your pod <laughs> chemistry is top tier. Well, thank you so much. I don't even watch ROH. I just tune in for your review show. Oh, thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. That's really cool. Man, that's normally something we could Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> normally, as I can't sit through NXT, but I like you guys, so thank you. Uh, oh, this that. week too, Kate. Oh my goodness well, gracious! You liked it? No, no, this is terrible. <laughs> I like you. It liked was it. awful. Dominic mysterious. And I heard, yeah, I heard in Beyond it like probably was a great moment, but just him in the ring is just like careful in there, dude. Yeah, no, he, I I was hot about it on Tuesday mm. and not everybody was thrilled with what I had to say, but it was like, aside from the creative being crap, which I don't ever get authentically angry at creative being bad because it's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not look like he belonged in that ring and it put Wesley's health in danger at, yes. at points like it, that's that's, that's when i get authentically upset about something like cool i'm i'm all about dominic being over he's a heel he's all this but if he's like putting wrestlers he's putting really good wrestlers in trouble like that and you can't i'm not into it yeah know. that's not not for me and i i also um because of the way his matches are booked, I don't think he really has the opportunity to get better because everything is so schmozzy. Exactly. That, like he can't even get honest reps in because that's of the way what, his matches are ages. That's what that's drives me crazy about NXT in general is there's a bunch of people that are like, uh, you need help, but they're like this, the way just putting them on Tuesdays and then moving them to the main roster. Like that's not how you're getting them help. They need like more help than this. And Dominic has been in there. Been in wrestling for some years now, and he's still god awful in the ring. And it's like, get this kid some help. When we said send him to NXT, we didn't say send him to NXT to win a championship. Send him to NXT to get some training, dude. Take a fucking bump out there. Yeah, it's it's rough Ugh. and um, like for for me, and I don't want to keep going on a Dominic Mysterio rant since yeah. I did that for like an hour on Tuesdays. But mm-hmm. like, I don't find it funny because I can't I can't buy into it when he's that authentically bad. Like yes. it's not um it's like no he's just bad at his job and therefore bad. I can't yeah I can't buy into it but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to be a two week title reign and he's going to lose to Mustafa Ali fingers crossed wow. so god help us if that's not the case cuz mm-hmm. I think me and Alex are going to have a coronary but Taylor Cannon says hey Kate and Reg hope you are hope you both are great I don't watch ROH but I always enjoy the post show well thank you gosh it's Dude, so- you guys are so cool that's so amazing to hear I- Oh, that you know on this show there's a uh, paywall at least so mm-hmm. <laughs> at least our wage doesn't fall off that much it's just people are right. like i'm not gonna pay ten dollars for it but yeah um but that is that's the ultimate compliment whenever anybody says that or um that they're having a tough time and what we do helps them get them through that's like those are the two biggest compliments to me of like i don't even watch the show but i watch your review is mm-hmm. pretty stinking cool so mm-hmm. It's time for our main event. The Impact crew is not going to know what to do with themselves because we might end on time. Wow. What in the world? Mm -hmm. We don't have to do Mad Libs because we're short and we're not going long. That's an incredible feat for us. And we started early. Look at us. I know. I know. Well, we did have some pay-per-view stuff to talk. So that was Mm -hmm. actually advantageous that we we got to have a little, we got to jump the gun a bit. But we have the Kingdom 
uh, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett with the lovely Maria Canellis as always, defeating the workhorsemen, <laughs> as Louise called them, not top flight, Darius, mm-hmm. in action. Uh, and the Bollywood boys, who I love to see getting some reps. I've, I've really liked those guys' work for a long, long time. I always felt like when they were with Ginger, they were the, the standout piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this match... Ends with the kingdom hitting the proton pack for the win. Not a surprise going into the pay-per-view. I just didn't love that this broke out into like a brawl because it feels that kind of stuff feels very not ROH to me when matches yeah. break down in that way. It does, however, feel very authentic to AEW to have a pull-apart brawl going into a pay-per-view. So they're at least consistent in what they're doing on that side. Uh, but this match was a lot of fun. You're not gonna have a bad match with all four of those guys. Uh, or all four of these teams in it. And I, I think that's going to be true at the pay-per-view as well. Like, yeah. I don't think you're going to get a bad match with the guys that we clearly remembered off the top of our heads at the beginning of the show uh, <laughs> in this. And also, by the way, just very happy to see that uh, Mark Davies is back and, and healthy. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a, a huge asset, a huge mm-hmm. asset. Um, so really, really good stuff there. And a, a fun way to end the show. Uh, looking forward to what that four pack yields. Cause I think if they have even the slightest inkling of what they should be doing with this tag division, the kingdom's going to go over. And kingdom. I, I like to see that because they've mm-hmm. been the tag champions without belts for a while now. They've really been workhorses yeah. of this. I, I think the world of Mike Bennett, especially um, and Maria so great at, at her role in things. Uh, any thoughts on our main event here? Yeah. I'm hoping that this was like the prelude. This is letting us know what is happening at this pay-per-view because we've talked for many weeks on this podcast about how the kingdom has came on this show, ring of honor every week and said that they're the best tag team. They've carried the ring of honor tag team flag harder than anyone has. Even when ring of honor was in peril, they weren't, there wasn't a show. They still were online saying that they're the best ring of honor tag team champions ever they still were pushing it they still were doing in this thing and on the show they've just said that they they are the ones that should be the forefronts of this division so it's their time man they they have to win this title match tomorrow they have to become the world tag team champions and let them just do exactly what they've been doing this whole time on this ring of honor honor club show as the world tag team champions build some prestige back into these belts and just get it going. But yeah, they really deserve this. The promos and everything that they've done recently has shown that they're the ones. Agreed. And in a world where we haven't been getting very many stories, they've been very consistent in in what they've done. So Mm -hmm. not a lot of stories headed into this pay-per-view as has been our complaint, but there is one feud that we need to talk about. We're going to bring on (laughs) Joel Pearl to do it because you got some questions on ask grab city today. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, hey, Joel Pearl, uh, this is Righteous Reg of the uh, Ring of Honor post show with Kate. Today on my show, Ask Grapsity, a FIFA Select, someone was like, what's up with Joel Pearl talking about Hamilton on his shows? And I was like, listen, I can't be getting any any Canada beef. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Joel was on. I know he probably has some personal beef because that's what it's like. So what is going on with you and Hamilton? And why are they coming to Ask Grapsity to try to get Bill and I involved in this? First of all, who asked that question? I got it. I can't remember who was asking the question, but I was like, this is crazy. There's only one person I can think of who would do that. And mm-hmm. that person may also host uh, a show with you, Righteous Reg. Oh, okay. But no, anyway. this was a Fightful Select subscriber, though. Yeah, this is Fightful Select. Right. Dude. We are a very large platform. So we, we, we won't assume who it was. But um, 
think of think of the worst town you've <laughs> this ever is starting been. out crazy already think of the worst um, this is extremely normal visited. reg what's the worst place you've ever been just off the top of your head florida okay. ah! so now yeah. think of everything you dislike about florida mm-hmm. and put it about 45 minutes away from toronto same thing okay hamilton's an awful place Wow. It's just I'm what's, not, what's this so is all Joel Pearl, it? you guys. It's not a what's, good place to be. Wh- why? What's so bad about it? Well, poor ticket sales for one. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. What do you why do you hate Ethan Page? Why are you shooting on Ethan Page right now? Because when he was supposed to run a show in October of 2021, when when the world was open and everything was totally normal in the province of Ontario, there was no there was nothing stopping him. Uh, he had to cancel the show and refund our tickets. Okay, there was a second lockdown. It really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> You are the biggest heel in the business. Seriously, I was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I'm waiting for the bad part." You mean he refunded your ticket? That sounds like a really good thing. What a yeah, heel! I can't, I can't he say. He could have ran off with the purse. You know, we've seen a lot of promoters just run off with the money. But but that's the thing. That's why I like Ethan Page because Ethan was smart enough to get the hell out of Hamilton. <laughs> he wow. Got it. Damn. Is it sad that when you were like, think of the worst place you've ever been? I was like, where I grew up, upstate uh, <laughs> New York. Mm. <laughs> Look, you just—we just got a super chat about this, and it makes perfect sense. Arza two eighty eight saying, "I agree. Hamilton is the Tallahassee of Canada." Yo, who said that Canadians are nice? The more I watch Impact and AEW, the more I realize. And work with Joel, Canadians are not nice. Who started this myth? You guys are mean. yeah. We're Preston, what is this rumor? Because I've heard this too. But all the Canadian, like Bret Hart, started in '97. I was like, yo, Canadians are wild, bro. He's he's out here going crazy. We're all like, Will Ospreay might have had a point, man. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's right. Maybe Canada's the worst. Listen, wow. and right. Joel's just like, yes, agreed. Don't go to Hamilton. <laughs> Don't yeah. go to Hamilton. <laughs> if you fly into the airport because it's cheaper, sure, you'll be leaving soon enough. But like, what are you doing? Yikes! Yo, Joel got heat. Hamilton, <laughs> Joel got heat. <laughs> got heat. Yeah. Notice how nobody in the chat is fighting back about this because because know. everybody knows Canada's just Canada. There's no other. There's not towns. It's just Canada. There's one big thing up there on top of us. That's true. Everyone's like, why does Joel hate the musical Hamilton? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> he also hates American. He's like, all right, it's corny, but all right. Lin Manuel, no, not a big Lin Manuel fan. I, I guess agree. not. Yeah. <laughs> what episode of Sesame Street? No one could ever. Pay him for that. Joel's like, mm-hmm. I hate history and I hate <laughs> cheesy rap music. Dang. Did you, did you guys talk about why uh, Tony Khan has a problem with luchadors because he keeps booking them against a guy named Vi- uh, Gravity? <laughs> He's just a really big John Mayer fan. That song is oh, great. You know? I was thinking Sarah Barry Alice, so I'm not any better. That's, <laughs> good. That's a sad Y'all song. Y'all are sick. That is. That is a sad song, but a good one. Hey, how was uh, Impact tonight? There was obviously a lot of fallout from Slammiversary. Josh Alexander, we were talking yeah, about baby. Canadians. There was a lot of talking tonight. Like, yeah. We're going to be done this review. Spoiler alert. We're going to be done this thing in a sweet-ass 45 minutes. If we yeah, talk no about. lie. No yeah. lie. Damn. I mean, the most needy match 
was the tag team match. And arguably it was the match of the night. This was me watching it. Like, I got to take notes, but hold on a second. Hold on. I got to take notes. It was good. It was good. Who was in the tag match? It was Subculture who are the new uh, Impact Tag Champions versus Ace of Base. So that was oh, okay. the, the, that was the contractual uh, rematch for the uh, the former tag champs. Yeah, on paper that's fire. So I'm not surprised that it was fire. Yeah, it Jake something really and Kevin Knight had a pretty good one too. So it's good. Jake something's very, back. That's a big deal. Back. I love Jake something. I don't know why they let him go he the first time, and I don't know how he didn't get signed from somebody else Anywhere when he else, was yeah. a free agent. They dropped the ball on that. He's really good. This is my first time really watching him. They they yeah. hecked up. Yeah, mm. no, he's great. We got some more love. We got a lot of love from the chats today. Thank you guys so much. But Serio Academy saying one more for the road. Fightful the gang. Thank you so much. And Ricardo on the Torio saying blame Canada. They're not even a real country. Anyway, yeah. Quoting yeah. South Park, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, telling no lies. So <laughs> if you think about it, no country is a real country. I got to bring this one up. It's not super chat. Gravity versus Pac needs to happen at some point. That's right, because gravity needs to remind Pac that he didn't forget about the it. man that gravity forgot. Book it, Tony Khan. Come on. I just want that promo oh, so bad yeah. from him being like, remember me and gravity being like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hit him with the Will Washington, Bill Birmingham, Kenny Omega. Who's that? Yes, totally. <laughs> I do want a backstage skit of Gravity walking up to Pac and be like, Do I know you from somewhere? Like, you, you look pretty familiar, dude. I think I <laughs> Book it, Tony Khan. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Was there anything? Yeah, that's that's anything a story. Good anything good tonight on the Ring of Honor? Well, there's a card for the pay per view, so that's good. You got that. Wow. We got a show tomorrow and there's matches on it and we know what's gonna happen, so that's good. Pac and uh and Claudio is in the main event, so you know. So there that you go. We, Trisha Dora versus Utami was was fantastic. Um, that was tight. And there was a lot of squash matches, but they did a good job of trying to make it feel like things on the show had stakes to to bridge the gap between tomorrow after a not so great build. So felt right. a little more ROHE, but uh we'll see what happens at the pay-per-view. Master Watto's on it, so that That's happened. Random six man that they put together. Here's the uh, Leon Ruffin. Leon Ruffin and Ref Bage. So like, random. He got, he got Ref Bage just being like, when's my shift done on SmackDown? Can I watch <laughs> All right. Can I go? Wow. All right. <laughs> Listen, get in where you fit in. Get your check, honey. Straight That's up. right. Hey, man, everyone's working. They just want to see their partners do, do good stuff. Hell yeah. That's it. All right. Well, we will get out of here, but stick around. Peace, y'all. For these two because impact's got a lot cooking so i can't wait to hear more about it thank you guys so much for all of the love and support tonight Throw thanks everybody to the impactors peace take care everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.